Welcome to World Gaming, the number seven show in the top five things fish want to listen to. I'm Nico, the Iran Gamer, and with me is Evil Cloud of Doom and Genocide, Paolo. I'm questionable. Very. Anyway, guys, this is the top ten again. Uh, last week, you heard uh, Paolo's top ten list of games that... Well, now this guy's top ten list. Yep, his was of 2013, and this- mine is played in 2013. Now, you might be wondering, I think mean, we talked about this last week, what's the difference? Well, obviously with Paolo, these are games that really came out 2013, and these are games he enjoyed. Whereas myself, well, being the ironic gamer, I play on iOS, Mac, Android, emulators, things that are generally not really associated with gaming. How did you play on Android? Uh, because, you know, people I know have Android phones, so I just can't try them. It's interesting, okay. and it's really laggy depending on which phone you use. Okay. See, some games actually like like the ones in Sun. Yeah, I could really, t- really horrible. Yeah, I could tell. <clears throat> I could tell that there was going to be like a lot of variants because manufacturers like have so many different yeah, standards. Yeah, and there are really some game, some Android phones, really, really horrible playing. Anyway, so I'm gonna be talking about games I played in 2013. Now these games, well, they're gonna be all around. I I might have one game here that. No, I'm pretty sure I don't have a single game here. It's 2013, but they are pretty close. 1996 is close to 2013, right? <laughs> uh, do you think yeah, very close, very close. I mean, it's like if if years were arms, it's just like half an arm length or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so we're gonna kick off the list at number ten. What is the game I played a lot in 2013 that hit my number ten list? Infinity Blade it, Two. Espada <laughs> Infinitivo Le Dose. Anyway, you guys might know Infinity Blade 1. I mean, this is one of the big games that came out on the iOS. Jenny for the iPad more so than the iPhone, simply because of how you played the game, which was the usual fighting game. It's almost like a uh, rock, paper, scissors type game, where you had to swipe the right way to beat it. It wasn't quick time. Yeah, I yeah I actually saw my cut. I I saw my nephew play that game. He, basically, you have to swipe to evade, swipe to do certain actions, and like if you manage to like stun or parry or something at us at the right moment, you then can like go to town with all your different mo- different figure motions, moving around like a like an awesome figure tornado. Yep. Uh, but the one big thing about this game was it's kind of trying to say it really pushed the graphics engine of the iPhone and the iOS, uh, well, iOS line in general. But, uh, well, to be fair, it was all pre-rendered things. It was not a dynamic uh, map. It it was actually really simple to render. Oh, you didn't wait, really have to do anything. Wait, all, so basically <laughs> all of these things were basically like the... So basically everything that was rendered was essentially like the cutscenes in video games. Yeah, I mean, it's already pre-done. I mean, even the maps and stuff, as nice as they looked, weren't as amazing as you'd like to think. But still, it was a fantastic game. I am easy place over 100 hours just playing Infinity Blade 2. So, so basically, Touchstorm, the awesome. Oh, yeah, and but uh, the only thing, reason why it's probably far down here, besides the fact that uh, I didn't play it too often, was the controls, as interesting as they were, would lag pretty bad. The l- lag... And the lag when you play games that were fighting type, wait, it's a pretty bad thing. Wait, let, I'll, I need to read the, the uh, game title. Okay, so it's Infinity Blade Dos uh, 2. Um, so, Espada Infinitivo Le Dose. We it, so don't have a script. <laughs> Le Dose is apparently, is apparently a game where, the, where le, le Blade is Dose, but the lag is Infinitivo. 
Yes. And like any major game on the iPhone, there was lots and lots of Bible content. Yes. Let's say another reason why the game kind of went far down the list was either you played for about 200 hours or you paid about 90 bucks. Un transaction, my gratissimo. Yes. <laughs> anyway, number nine is Overkill 2. You yes, are, you are seeing a pattern here. Dude, you dude, you already killed them once and overkilled them once. Why did you have to do it twice, man? Because what did he do to you? Did he, like, do things with your property or no, your no, family? No. If or there's anything? anything you have to blame, you have to blame Ag of Third World Linux. Why, you wonder? I actually saw uh, Overkill 1 when he was playing in his, uh, iPo- in his uh, iPod Touch because, you know, he wasn't fit for an iPhone then. So you're saying <laughs> that he's the one on the road to overkilling things. Yep, I remember because you were eating at Wendy's and he was, like, messing with his phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wendy's or something, but uh, I remember it's like uh, lots of call center workers were there. And it's a really game. Uh, it's not a rail shooter. I would call it a shooting gallery type thing where you kind of stood in one place and shot at different targets using... This is played on both the iPhone, Android, and the uh, iPads. <laughs> Another fun game uh, made by this independent Russian guy. So the first time English was uh, questionable. But Overkill 2 fixed up lots of issues. Uh, added lots of nice new content, added a nice multiplayer function, like, where essentially huh. it was a kind of like time trials head-to-head so, score thing. So, <clears throat> so this was like, so this is so it's like one of those uh, like like those one of those like uh, rea- those reality TV shows where you basically have to beat the other guy's score at a certain time. I have no idea what reality TV show this is, but yes. I don't know. It's like <laughs> I I don't know. It's like those. Is weird... this how Pinocchio brother played? No, no. It's like that Viking thing where people have to do weird things and then they'll get disqualified if they got like punched up, punched out, and then fell into this pool of uh, fluids. Okay, the only thing I know that's it was Japanese. That... That's all I remember. Oh, okay. It sounds like American Gladiator, except you know a lot more awesome and a lot less kind it of. It was Japanese. Strange. I think it was called something Viking. <clears throat> huh. Anyway, yeah, Overkill 2 is a, it's essentially it was a shooter, gallery type, uh, fun game to play. It was free when I got it. I think it's, uh, I, Jenny, I get lots of my games when they're free or when they're on sale. Or when... I'm not being cheap. I'm being a smart buyer. Yes. Cheap. Be- <laughs> yes. Cheap is, cheap is when you settle for something like, like the Wii U? Wait, no, the no. Wii U wasn't cheap at all. No, no, the Wii U was, no, 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 not the Wii U. No, no, no. No, because the Wii U, see, un Wii U le. I can't find words in some weird language deals right now. Um, I'm pretty sure French is not that weird language. Um, um, it's like no, uh, cheap would be like buying EA Tetris. Oh no, EA is gonna like you know screw you over. You're gonna get all your money. No, no, they're no, they're gonna sell it for you to you for like twenty five cents, and then they're gonna like make you buy a hundred dollars worth of microtransactions for the game to work. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and yes, you are going to see a trend here. Uh, lots of things I have are iOS types simply because I generally don't have time to play, just sit down and play. I end up playing with, you know, my iPad, my iPhone, uh, some of my friends' Android phones, which honestly, again, like I said, some of them are really bad just because the hardware is bad. But gosh, when you get a nice Android system like the Samsung's, oh, you play really well. You know, this doesn't register in my mind because if I'm getting a, an Android, <coughs> I'm getting a Sony because it's waterproof. I am very, very scared to ask why you need to be waterproof, but that could, brings so me I, to episode to number eight. So I can take pictures eight. of those fish over there that you're seeing right now. 
the camera does not need to be in the aquarium to take photos. I also want to do that on like underwater and other places, like more wild places. Number eight, <laughs> Survivor Z. Zetonal Survivor. Now, what is Survivor Z? It is honestly a really, really, really little known game. Uh, it's a text-based game, making it even less appealable to most people. Uh, what made me play this, besides me loving the zombie genre, it's one of the very few uh, location-based games that I actually found really amusing. Okay. Uh, the whole point of the game is don't die, which is kind of like a lot of games, but this was really the only thing. Did it don't tell die. you anything more besides don't die, or is really just... Don't die, don't die, don't die, and it's like being put into your face so many times, like those weird horror games put weird text right into your face to like freak you out or something. Well, it's really just don't die. That's the whole point of the game. I mean, you could, you'll have these story mode moments where you're kind of going through the scenario, which is also fun. It's very well written, lots of interesting things to it. I mean, there are a few little weird things every now and then, but nothing game breaking. Okay. But the location basedness of it was really cool. I mean, the fact that it really recognized where you were in the map. It would create, like, a, if you had a convenience store near your house, it would essentially try to mark that thing. If if I think it was based off Google's... Uh, Google's mark, like map, a, the map algorithm. Um, yeah. They at least figure out, oh, there's a place here. So if there's a convenience store near you that's popular enough, it will pop out an actual place you could go to scavenge for things. A food truck counts as a cafe, mind you. No, no, no. A food truck counts as a food truck. But that weird punko punko, which is essentially a Would small table... But they actually have a food truck choice. But, but, what? but I'm still... Okay, that's probably because the Pungo Pungo I saw was literally attached to a pickup. Okay, no, the one I see is like they set up like a small table and things. Uh, oh. Pungo Pungo, if you're wondering, is this like a small place that they that uh, you know some people set up on the road. It's not really a hot dog stand. I mean, you could sit down and stuff. And they uh, give and they give like impromptu a, restaurant cafe improm- thingy. Yeah, and they give you more choices of food. You can like have a whole meal on it, and you could get fat and full over off of it. Now I found it amusing just because this game actually recognized a punko punko near my house as a cafe, and it will yeah. I mean, it will not recognize it to the point that it will give you the exact layout. So basically, it yeah. recognizes cafe. So. The scenery you're given in the text, like you're given text, you're given a picture, it shows this gigantic cafe, kind of what you'd see around Chicago or something. But then, you know, in your mind, this is not like three wooden chairs in a table. Three wooden chairs. All right, that's the one. That, all right, that's the one that I always see going out to Redemptorist. Hmm. And I mean, another nice thing was, I mean, if you go near the police stations, it recognizes it, so it treats it as a police station where you can get. Very specific, like, uh, scavenge goods. You can get the guns there, so, ammo. If okay. you go to the hospitals, it recognizes the hospital and so gives it special it, things. And houses are counted as houses, churches are counted as yeah, churches. It really recognizes. Schools are counted as schools. Yeah, so it gives you very specific things, very scenario specific stuff. And for me, that was very different. Okay. Uh, most of the games location based didn't really give much to it. Because, uh, the they, o- made, because they made too many generalizations and assumptions. Yeah. In Survivor Z, though, the biggest weakness, I think, was. I mean, the basic objective, don't die, is kind of um, shallow for a game. I mean, I understand where they came coming from. They really want to make a whole similar type thing. But it hits a point where it just gets really stale and boring. To the point that I really stopped caring about my character's life. And I just started going out hunting zombies just be, just to do something. When it comes to... And the amusing thing about this game, uh, guns, not the best thing to use. What's the best thing to use? Something, some wacky thing? Uh, Well, the best weapon you can get was this... Uh, 
Kukri. Uh, Kukri is a Nepalese knife and this weird gator blade. A gator was just a brand of blade, uh, I think made by, I forgot which company. So basically like anything for hacking. If you get a machete or things, because these melee weapons count as two strike weapons. So you can hit it twice and you have two of them. So you have four attacks. Okay. The guns, as useful as they were, it was far easier to find guns than it was bullets in the game. So tell me, I know these these zombies want to eat your brains. Are these runners or like scramblers? Oh, uh, this was also another thing. They have a, have a good selection. They have the runners. They have the they have the slow guys. And this game also puts a though their combat system was really weird. Uh, when you get the slow guys, they actually can group up together, become bigger and bigger hordes, become far and far stronger. And if you choose to run away from battles, they follow you. So the next place you go to, they kind of follow you there and just keep following you until either you defeat them or hide out in your house or in a safe zone for X number of hours. Oh. Anyway, okay. it was a really well-made game in that sense, but it didn't get popular simply because one, text-based, and the other part of it was, it was a really shallow objective. Sure, I mean, I mean, real life, we, we kind of don't want to die, but, uh, for a game, it kind of lacked you that needed, aspect. You kind of needed more. More meaning to what you're doing. More meaning. So, based, so what you're trying to say that this was essential. So, what you're trying to say is that the game had a lot of novelty, and it also had a lot of. It was. It had a lot of promise, but it just did not. So, essentially, it is what you would call as a bit of an epiphany of novelty, because you see, a well written, and it's a nice text based game, so you have the first part of novelty, novel, then T. I don't know where the T goes. Number seven! A game that I think we all know and we all probably enjoyed at one point. Really? Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. It's played on the original N64. No. Listeners know what that is, right? The N64. You're not that young, right? The console released in 1964. No, no, no. Don't confuse them. Was there even a console release in 1964? No, the first one was the Odyssey at 1972. Okay. What was the Pong Machine? Uh, Pong Machine was 1973 and 1974 made by different people. Okay, so... Okay, so... Magnavox. <laughs> so, then sets no, le- no Zelda, time no Karina. I don't think that's how it worked in Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, I played this on my original NC4, which is still running. Uh, I kept it uh, somewhere in my house. I was like, so playing it downstairs. Did, so, how did it feel to realize that your last save was... What was it? Too early 2000 or 1990-something? I don't think I was in college at that point. I think I was Were you in, in high school? school? I'm pretty sure I was still in high school. So, yeah, it was, it was a while. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised my save was still there. I thought it'd be gone or something. That that is the power of original memory cards. Yep. But yeah, it's a fantastic game. It aged very well, surprisingly. I mean, uh, even though the graphics, of course, were of the time, and it was fantastic then. Story was, it's still really fun. I mean, you had lots of the usual Zelda aspects, the puzzle, plat- the puzzle, the platforming, the fighting was really good. But it aged well. And if you find this re-release, I think it was on the Wii and the Wii U, was it? Uh, it was really released on the GameCube. It was re-released on the Wii Virtual on the Wii Virtual Store, which also meant that it was accessible on the Wii U's. It was released on the 3DS. That was like five main releases. Then, if if six, if we have to count like the fact that there are like two versions of the cartridge. Hmm. Like I recall hearing <laughs> that there was a version of cart like two versions of the of the original N64 cartridge one had the chant in the fire temple one did not yep now if you're wondering though why this probably ranks number 7 my list uh, I mean The Legend of Zelda is a fantastic series and this was one of the best games that came out I mean you guys should try it out if you haven't 
it it's, it's available on everything. It these days it's available on everything that has a Nintendo label slapped on its side. It's kind of hard to not be able to play it these days. So it's everything with a Nintendo label slapped on its side can play the game. You're like heck, I could slap a Nintendo label on on the side of my aquarium and should be able to play Ocarina of Time. <laughs> but yeah, the only reason why it probably uh, ranks fairly low on my list is simply because uh, as fun as the game was. It didn't really give you much rewards for 100%ing the games. And I'm a guy, I love 100%ing games. I like getting the achievements, I like getting all these other things. And for Legend of Zelda, it really wasn't worth it. I mean, I got all the Skeletas, I got all the other things, got all the possible heart pieces, got the, all the different bottles, uh, the beanstalks, everything. But it didn't really give you any real reward for doing it all. Okay. And coming from time when I played PlayStation, especially Resident Evil games, where there were some pretty awesome 100% completion bonuses, I was kind of disappointed by Legend of Zelda that way. And at this point, kind of came back again when I replayed it. But that doesn't mean it's a bad game. It was a fantastic game. It still is. Just that there doesn't seem to be as much of a uh, incentive to complete it 100%. Yeah, it besides, just does not give you the love yeah, besides, you gave it. You know, besides um, the fact that you can say you complete the 100% of the Zelda game. Well, you get that, but honestly, there are a lot better Zelda games you can 100%. Now, moving to number 6 is the fourth game of this series of games, Call of Duty 4. Yes, it does the, yes the fish that actually tastes good. No, no, I mean, in fact, it's Call of Duty 1, 2, and 4 were really good. We don't talk about three. So basically, World of War. So basically, so you're saying they're like in this franchise is made of different cod cods. You're saying that three of the fish tastes good and everything else was old, kind of meh. I mean, if you're wondering why I'm calling Call of Duty Four, especially since there's Modern Warfare Two, Three, right now Ghost, which obviously I had fun playing Ghost. The reason why Call of Duty Four really tops my list here, and why I played a lot more than any other ones last time, I and mean, besides the fact that it was kind of hard to play it. I mean, I do have a PlayStation 2. I have, do have access to the Xbox, the 360. I think we're getting the 1 or the 4. We're still kind of side. We have the 3 as well. Why uh, are you still debating? You're still debating between 1 or 4, really? Uh, simply because, you know, my, it's also my nephew and me. What games he rather play? I mean, it was just me. What's I would get he, the PS4. I, yeah, what's he, like, he, or like, what's he leaning towards? Uh, Xbox One. Um, any specific reason? Eh, Besides like, the fact that it's just similar? Uh, he likes Xbox One made for the, I think the, not be the store, but the way it's set up. He likes the Xbox Live type thing. Okay, so. Man, he finds it more, he finds it more amusing versus the PlayStation setup. Okay. I just like PlayStation because you know, I like the games on the PlayStation. Yeah. Now again, know. why Call of Duty 4? Well, it was really the first Modern Warfare released by the, the Call of Duty series. All the prior games were World War II. Yes. And at this point, all games following are modern and advanced warfare. With which, spacey. which is essentially kill zone without you no, know. No, it's Titanfall with no Titans. No, no, I call I say kill zone without the without the other planets. True, that's all that works. But yeah, Call of Duty Four. It's actually honestly it also aged pretty well. I mean, it's not that old a game. It really isn't. It's, it's not that old a game. But as I as I've constantly said, it may be an older fish, but it's. Still one of the tastiest fish you can catch from this sea of brown shooters. Now, I'm pretty sure you can still get Call of Duty 4 for a number system. I mean, it's available on Mac. I, that's where I it played it. It's available on PC. It gets regularly put on Steam sales. In fact, there was it, actually a recent Steam sale for Call of Duty 4. 
I see the Call of Duty Lion Activision games. Basically, anything they had on the Steam catalog, they sold it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys have tried it. I'm sure you guys can agree that multiplayer of this thing was really fun. And, and that multiplayer was also available locally without oh, need yeah. to con- land, without need to connect to a, to an internet device, router, uh, thingy, gigabit internet, Ethernet, fish, electric eel. Yep, the days before online land, a concept I still cannot wrap my head around. Because when you go, because that doesn't make any sense. You should just go. F- you you should ju- if you're going online you should just like go go with the full piranha. But don't worry, guys. If you think I'm gonna be talking about you know all these fairly old games, because I with the exception I think of Survivor Z and Overkill, uh, these were pretty old games. Because as I'm talking about Infinity Blade Two, my first the uh, the first game on my list, Infinity Blade Three I think is already out. Yeah, yeah that's I why think. I got Infinity Blade Two because it was free. <laughs> But all right, they, all right. A number they, of, they give for free. Like a number of app, a number of app, actually a number of app developers tend to make their paid apps free every now and then. But don't worry, guys. Uh, same with Paolo. I also have a game that uh, I'm sure all of you are familiar with. At number five, I have Pokemon. Is it X? Is it Y? Is it black? Is it white? Did you go you to get- the future and get a me- get one of those Omega Rubies or Alpha Sapphire thingies? Well, I got something really interesting. It's a game that I think we can all agree is pretty awesome. Pokemon Fire Red. Why Fire Red? Because it could cook everything on top of it. No, I just couldn't find my original red version. <laughs> <laughs> now, you might be wondering why Fire Red? Why didn't I get X, Y, Black, Y, all these other new ones? Well, I mean, as much as new games are nice, I will agree that it, they are fantastic games in their own right. Yeah. Uh, well, one, I don't really have a 2DS yet. Every time I decide to try to get a 2DS, I kind of get sidetracked and buying other stuff. And let me guess, I'm, I'm gonna assume right now that you'll need more. You'll need more than just Pokemon as a justification. Honestly, it hit the point where I really didn't need more than Pokemon to justify getting that uh, Pokemon machine. That is so. I'm the guy who got Pokemon Snap. For Nintendo 64. But you had other games on the Nintendo 64. You had I Zelda. bought Pokemon Snap. Was that the reason you bought the Nintendo 64? No, but I was willing enough to pay Pokemon Snap, which is a pretty expensive game when it came out. Again, you had Legend of Zelda. You also had Legend of Zelda, so that you had Legend of Zelda. So technically, you didn't just buy it for Pokemon Snap. True, but heck, I would buy it just for Stadium, and I had Stadium. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Everyone needs to know what Pokemon Stadium is because we need to indoctrinate everyone into the Stadium Gladiation ra- Nation radiation. Anyway, yeah, Pokemon Fire Red, simply because, well, I didn't get the newer ones. Yeah, I didn't have the system. And the other part of it was, well, I grew up with the original 151. Uh, I mean, when I started watching Pokemon and playing Pokemon, I mean, sure, I saw Ho-Ho, but I had no idea who that was. The weird rainbow bird that Ash saw in the beginning. That was a gold bird. The shiny bird. It was rainbow when I saw it. I saw it was, like, white with, like, gold overlays. I saw gold feathers with red body and weird, you know, rainbow tail thingy. It didn't look exactly like the way it looked like in gold when I first saw it. It was like friggin' Super Saiyan bird. Anyway, uh, Fire Red for me was just something that I could really understand. It had most of the original 151 and a bit of newer stuff. I mean, I think it was Generation 2 and 3 Pokemon were inside Fire Red? Gen 2 and 3 Pokemon, Pokemon, yes. Though, Though, if I am correct, getting some of them required you to, like, Finish the main game first. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I meant my Tyranitar, I got that after I finished the game. You, you, did you get it as a Larvitar? Yeah. 
And slowly made my way. It's, so it felt like training a dragon again, seriously. Yeah, that's... Uh, no, actually... Yeah, every generation has their Dragonite. And that was their Dragonite. Oh, okay, it's got because it looked cool. Yeah, but that's a note that should be made. Every generation will have their Dragonite. But yeah, Fire Reds won the really amazing game. If you want to try out some of the older games and not retry out something too old, Fire Reds a great way to go. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, what's a blue one? Uh, was it water blue? Because I had leaf fire green. red. They only had. Oh, leaf okay, green. like the original one. Oh, yeah, people don't realize this. Uh, the original versions were red, red and green. And green. They uh, added blue later, which ended, which had its equivalent in the West as yellow. Yeah, it's it was really complicated back then, kids. It was really complicated back then. Apparently, colors would change, names would change. Remember when the original, the original uh, rival instead of Gary it was uh, or blue, it was actually green. Yes. And the girl was named blue. Yeah. And then the girl became green, and the guy became blue, and then blue became yellow, green became red. But in all of it all, red stayed true. That's why fire red. I read interesting comics. Go, please go on. I don't want to expound on these comics. Number four. A game whose number matches the number. Sonic 4 on iOS. Sonic iOS. Yes. Now, I am a big Sonic fan. I think you guys might have heard from the last uh, Bodega Nights and a few of the other like uh, previous uh, TWG, show, TWG shows. I, I'm a big Sonic fan. And, well, like other Sonic fans, I mean, we've seen Sonic game after Sonic game and solely died a little inside every single time. Especially with Sonic Heart, Chaotix. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Even Venture was kind of bad. It's okay, it's okay, you can let it out. Chows. You can let it out, you can let it out. Stupid Chows. You can let it out, man. Anyway, then Sonic 4 came out, and Sonic (laughs) Generations, and suddenly the world became better-ish. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the Sonic 4... Don't worry, Lost World, you didn't do that much stuff. Stop bringing bad memories. But yes, that wasn't a memory because you never had it. <laughs> anyway, Sonic 4 on iOS, a fantastic game as well. It gave lots of nice uh, tidbits, especially if you're an old Sonic fan. And if you're into the new games, hey, it's still fun. It has lots of nice new aspects. Uh, I mean, it does have the, ho- the lock-on thing. Yeah. It has nice stages that uh, newer gamers might find new. Older gamers would appreciate because it has reference to lots of the older stuff. Yeah. Uh, even the and it's episodic. It's still not yet done. I think they're going to have an episode three, but it's not yet they've been finalized. Finalized. They even they actually said that. I'm episode, so hoping they make Knuckles playable they character. They said. I remember one time saying that episode three is three is episode. One time I heard that they said it was cancelled. The other time after that I heard they said it would depend on the sales of episode two. So. Hopefully it's still selling well enough to, ju- to justify them to give us not to give us give us knuckles and hyper hyper emeralds. Please give us you hyper farms are everybody. Yes, as you can tell, Paolo's also a Sonic fan. I need hyper farms and super farms for more people than just Sonic. You can't just let us be this way, Sega. Please do so. He's the fan we don't really talk about. Anyway, Sonic 4, you should try it out. And if you have a chance to get Generations, try it out. It's a fantastic game. And if you are an older fan, I'm pretty sure you've played it. And you can agree. Awesome game. I'm pretty sure Sega's going to drop the ball somehow. But, you know, at least we have this one. Um, pr- pick up. I would advise you to pick up Generations on the PC just because of how awesome the modding community is. 
There is a modding scene, and it is brilliant. Modding. Awesome. It now, makes any game better. Now, at number three, a game that had to be on my list just because I mentioned me being part of this community so many times. Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Counter-Strike. Go, 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 Global Offensive. Now, I mean, I did not play professionally in Global Offensive, but I did play professionally in Source. And Counter-Strike Go, well, it was an interesting thing. Wait, my wait, friends played it. played competitively in Source? I remember you said Manchester Stop about 1.6. No, 1.6 was when I did land. Source was in Go Online. Oh, wait, that was when you were really competitive? Yeah, on Source because, uh, yeah, we used to play online. I mean, I was on, I think I was on Steam or whatever when back then. Old Steam. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what my password is anymore. Kind of disappointed, but no, I got all my games again, so I'm fine. Okay. But yeah, the Counter-Strike Go is also nice. Well, it felt like the old game. They had some new guns. They had some new fixes as they would say to try to prevent people from spamming certain things uh didn't really work but i mean still i enjoyed it i played a lot of my high school and elementary friends it's a nice trip down memory lane and honestly it's a timeless game it's still fun it is kind of monotonous i mean you are like okay doing the same thing over and get over and over again uh round starts kill them try to win repeat until you either win or get tired or you know just realize what are you doing in your life i don't know isn't that also like like a lot of other games? No, at least no games like uh, that are not shooters like Counter Strike. You have a bit more variety. Yeah, but you mentioned not shooters. Hmm? Yeah, I was thinking looking in the context of shooters. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and even in the context of shooters, I mean, there's some games that still have a bit more variety. I mean, I enjoyed Specialist, a game that would have been on my list if I could have played it. You should check it out. It's a Half-Life mod. It would have that one would have made your computer set would have set your computer on fire though, would it? Oh no no no! I mean, Specialist this is a game I played in a long time ago, and it would actually work on your comp. Yeah, but I, I, when I had Boot Camp, it ran well. Now I'm just too lazy to run Boot Camp, and you know, DirectX does not work with Mac, and I'm too lazy to wine everything. Yes, I'm being pretty whiny right now. Here's but some wine. Yeah, here, here, have the wine. Drink the wine now. Drink the wine. <laughs> Now, at number one and number two, these are two games that honestly I've been debating for, I think, a good five days trying to decide which one should go where. One of those games was a game he actually had to debate for an entire year on whether he'd even get. Actually, kind of, that's kind of both games. Wait, really? <laughs> really? I yeah. Thought... Oh, uh, no, okay. I made it. I'm The other one you heard more about because I've made it a bit more vocal. The other one I was just recontemplating for a long, long time. So, you, you, yeah, but that but that one was more certain than the other one. Yep. Now, what is what are these games I'm referring to? Magic. At number two. These games are yes, actually, fun. Yes, actually, I did play Magic the Gathering a lot. And that was also a fun game, but uh, did not, not play it much on 23rd. Did not did, play it much on no, 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 we'd have to make a separate list for that. <laughs> We'd have to make a separate list if we're going to do freaking stuff to do with Magic the Gathering and Fingies related to that matter. Anyway, at number two, it is Minecraft. Le Craft de Mine. It's there. a game where you mine and craft. Kind of like you know, if Counter Strike was called by its actually, you know, shoot die. <laughs> or, so you're trying to say that Minecraft is Legos plus dive kick? No, no, no. It's uh, not that simplistic. I mean, Dive Kick is a fantastic game. Uh, would also be in my list if I actually played it in 2013. But yeah, Minecraft is a game that I honestly spent easily, gosh, uh, more than 300 hours in it, honestly. Uh, 
I made actually a thing for the guys in Channel 14 and the Bodega guys, which is called Bodegaville. Easy spent 200 hours alone in that one map. And I played a lot longer in all the other maps. Uh, the reason why this game is not number one on my list right now is simply because as much as I enjoy playing with it, uh, I barely had time to play online with anyone. Simply because uh, I was one of the few guys who actually got the game and plays it heavily. But heck, it's a fantastic game. You guys, I'm sure, have heard enough about Minecraft. You've heard the things that people praise about it and the part that it's somewhat retarded because we're playing with weird blocks and things and it's so horribly graphic, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm bringing. I'm currently bringing out my imaginary notebook because now I have to write down games that I no longer have excuses to play. Let's say first on that list was okay. That, that Skyrim was obvious. Well, Minecraft. I have to add it to the list because I have no more excuses for not playing certain games anymore. So yeah. I mean, if you especially if you grew up with Lego, Lincoln Logs, Connect, all these old things that maybe have no real meaning to you unless you watch the Lego Movie. Uh, Minecraft is fun. I mean, it's creative. You could build all these fun things. And yeah, there's, is there a point to the game? Honestly, not. There's no real mission. There's no real story. There's no real goal. It's yeah. just creativity. It's fine. It's in a sandbox. Your goal is to do stuff and do stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Now, what took my number one spot? What is my number one game for 2013? A game like Minecraft I'm still playing now and goes head to head with Minecraft in getting my time at night. Borderlands 2. Borderlands Edosse. Now, Borderlands 2 is the sequel to Borderlands 1. Not little known fact, you know. <laughs> because there's the Dose after the Borderlands. Now, Borderlands 2 is, for me, it got number my number one spot simply because I got to play it a lot with my friends, uh, specifically Norm and our other friend, JV. We don't really talk about them because, you know, he's British. But yeah, it's a fantastic game. It's a, for me, a perfect example of a Western shooter. Uh, not shooter, a Western, Western RPG. RPG. Uh, people didn't want to call it an RPG just because it didn't have these aspects you were familiar with. It, it didn't, didn't feel, really, fa- it didn't feel familiar. And it was not a Final Fantasy. It was not in, uh, it was not Kingdom an, Hearts. It was not, uh, it was what's that thing with mana? It was not a Legend of Mana. It was a secret of mana. But, um, actually, it should also be noted. It didn't, um, it didn't look physically similar to any Elder Scrolls game. It felt really weird. I mean, it's a game where you were in the first perspective. You didn't really get options to go third person. You had uh, guns. You had, really, the game just sold with... A bazillion guns. Yeah. It had guns with guns and more guns. And, I mean, the first thing Norm told me about the game was, if there's one thing I have to let you know about Borderlands, there's always going to be a better gun. It is a fantastic game in its own right. It is a great RPG. If you treat it, though, like a shooter like I did the first time I played it, you will hate the game. I'll tell you right now, you will hate the game so much if you treat it and act like a shooter because it does not follow the real rules of a shooter. It does not follow the mechanics of a shooter properly. But once you see it as an RPG for all it's worth, the story, the voice work, everything, it's fantastic. The DLC is great with the exception of, well, the headhunters are kind of Meh, but hey, three bucks. Not bad. It's a game that you guys should try. I'm sure the, uh, was it sequel, prequel coming out the with pre- the kills? Se- the pre-sequel, the whatever pre- that means. No, the pre <laughs> First is the pre-sequel, set on the moon. And then there's also Tales of Borderlands, which is essentially The Walking Dead. But instead of, of zombies trying to kill you, you're mad psychopaths and the player characters being psychopaths who are trying to kill you. Essentially, the zombies in this one have guns. No, and actually, actually have sentience, except they choose to constantly want to off you. 
in the most gruesome ways. Anyway, guys, that's my top 10 list of games I played in 2013. Uh, these games are really all across the board. Uh, next week, we'll be taking up your list. So we'll be talking about that. And we'll be returning back to our usual schedule of finding out what makes Game X best in genre Y. I am not very good with lettering. But I have my numbers. A, B, C, D, F, G, H, J, K, K, L, 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 And be sure to check out Channel 14 for other shows such as Third World Linux. Check them out. They have a new show out. They have a new show out every single week. They talk about things Linux stuff, Unix stuff. It's pretty stuff stuff. <laughs> you can also check out the Sunstar podcast. Uh, check out the new Bodega Nights coming out soon. <laughs> it's still a thing. It's still a thing. We'll have it coming. We'll have it come out, and it will come on the most auspicious of dates. And yeah, check out. And you'll check out the website. Leave, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. Uh, you can check out all the other things on the website. And if you got to this strange portion, this is the off-tangent section. Silence, Mr. Popo. <laughs> uh, With us is a special guest, Jow. Hey. Enter the realm of the living dead, not undead dead living things. And if you wonder why I sound a little different tonight, again, uh, really, really bad allergies right now. Weather is horrid. The temperature is no pretty horrible. I mean, was it, was it 34 today or 32? It was. Um, it was a pretty high number. It the temper yeah. the temperature shifts often. Just so you know, days. this is degrees Celsius, not Fahrenheit. Yeah, we don't do feel like really cold. <laughs> <laughs> I we would be Fahrenheit. <laughs> we would see our breath, our sweat would be freezing. We wouldn't even I'm, sweat. I'm pretty sure our sweat wouldn't be freezing at 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, come on. I, want, I know my science. <laughs> I want my frozen sweat. I'd like to, like, coke cool drinks with it. Disturbing. <laughs> anyway, guys, did, who checked out Amazing Spider-Man 2? Nope. I did. You didn't miss much. Excellent. I did. You didn't miss much. But my highlight was the Godzilla trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I hate when that happens. When I go to, like, a movie house to watch this movie, then I see this more awesome movie and trailer, and you're just like... Why am I not watching this thing? Now the rest of the movie is going to suck. Yeah, I'm planning. Yeah, yeah. I forgot which movie that one was. I no, now I remember. Uh, I was kind of forced to watch Twilight with uh, some friends, and who forced you to watch Twilight? Uh, yeah, we'll skip that part there. And the <laughs> but hey, the trailers were so awesome. It really just made me feel. Yes, I do not like Twilight. I'm sorry. Which which <laughs> uh, which trailer made you feel awesome? Uh, for some strange reason, uh, it was not Expendables. It was another action movie trailer. Hey, this is pretty cool. Then, you know, by contrast, it made the rest of the movie seem even worse. I think it was either before or after the you will not download a car. And with 3D printing, I will so download a car. I want to 3D print something. What do I want to 3D print? Oh, I want to 3D print my face on top of an ant. And the ant has 16 eyes. Just to be known, he means the he means the insect, not his auntie. <laughs> that would be horrible, man. I'm not that I'm not that psychotically inhumane. 
Imagining his face on his aunt. <laughs> Hello, I am Paolo. <laughs> yes, with a weird smile. That's even extra creepy now. I'm now picturing it. Like, <laughs> oh, and by the way, um, dose means 12, unless you're going for Italian. In which case, like, the word for two is do it. <laughs> I need an espresso. I... Oh, wait, I had to... Oh, wait, co- correction. I don't need my coffee because I had too much coffee today. That disturbs me in ways it shouldn't. But I guess because I just imagine it was aunt now wearing the mask full of, filled with coffee. <laughs> anyway, Jao, how's life? What did you do? What did you learn? Do you think he can actually speak Italian? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the magic of English, where one can say no and we affirm by saying yes. Perdone, non parlo italiano. Hi. Hi. I'm not sure if you're saying hi to me or actually saying yes in Japanese. Yes in Japanese. But yeah, guys, don't worry. This is the off-tangent section. This is a strange, unusual thing. But Dagon Nights will be a lot more, you know, concise. Yes, it will be concise. Connected together like the gelatin of life that connects with the uh, cream, the, the crema of the universe. And we'll have a special episode coming out on February 30. <laughs> right after another special episode in February 29. But uh, check out that Feb 30. Actually, you should mark your calendars. February 30 is going to be the most awesome thing ever. Or sometime in December, which I cannot say because that ta- that was a day that I ate. That's every single day. No. An hour. No, no, you see. Because if I don't... because if Oh, you- and a special thing coming up. Uh, we'll have a special video possible thing on August. Yes. Oh yeah, we will. Huh? Yep. Yes, we. we I can. don't think we can talk about that yet, though. No, but you might actually see us. Top secret thing. I'm sure we'll lose like you know maybe half you guys after you see us, but it's a risk <laughs> we're willing to take. <laughs> From fourteen <laughs> to seven. Are you? A, so you're concerned. So what are you concerned more? Us losing view, uh, us losing listeners, or us suddenly gaining an, a massive upsurge in, in uh, viewership? Such listening people because I some I'm pretty sure the NSA is not considered part of the viewership. Yeah, but the NSA is <laughs> like counts as a download. <laughs> yeah, but like the NSA is like hundreds of people, and I'm pretty certain we might be able. I'm pretty sure it's just Bob looking through all the things, sifting things for his for his you know boss. There's no woman. There's no woman in the NSA. Like I said, that- it counts as a download. So we can like bring it to advertisers, and instead of saying like, "Hey, we have 14 downloads a week," we have 15. It's progress in the right direction. Forward. Because if because to move forward in time, in time travel, you just have to see the guy in front of you and move that direction. <laughs> the magic of truncate silence is going to make this seem a lot snappier than it actually <laughs> But yeah, guys, uh... That's going to be really hard to edit now. <laughs> okay, so you guys know, yeah, it's been really ridiculously hot. Make sure you drink water. This is a safety message from channel14.com. Make sure you hydrate or you will die. Put ice in all of your drinks. No, We, not- have, we have done tests. If you don't give someone water, they may die. Put, put ice in all of your drinks. No, not... We've also I- been cited not to do this test ever again. P.S. That ice must not be made out of your sweat. I'm pretty sure sweat does not freeze like that. I, I, Does it? Do you want Does me to freeze? You want me to make the tests? Well, the thing is, 
The freezing point. I mean, they're icebergs salty if you lick them. No, icebergs are fresh water, but they're on salt. Yeah, but that's the reason that they're on the ocean and right? they float, and that's why like the ocean doesn't freeze. Because salty water has a lower freezing point than fresh water. So if I lick an iceberg, it'll be fine. Yeah. So you won't die of dehydration in the most ironic way possible. If there are any scientists... <laughs> you know, I, I gotta check this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm curious though. It's salt water... I mean... I'm pretty sure it should freeze just because, I mean, liquids can be forced that when it hits, you know, zero Kelvin. But I have now, I don't really have any recollection of seeing frozen sweat <laughs> or frozen salt water. I need to He's do... Jao is actually checking this right now on Google. Yeah. Or are you going to bing it, Jao? You going to bing it? Please bing it to us now. Bing are it. you going to go to Alta Vista too? But do, um, dude, um, Peter Parker, like, leveled up. He's using Google now. <laughs> so Bing didn't pay enough, huh? No. Or they wanted to be more realistic. No, they wanted to support the guys who made the operating <laughs> systems for all the things that they were like putting product placement on. Of oh, did you see all that Sony product placement, man? I saw it in the trailer. Yeah, everyone was using the VIOs that are now dead. Hey, because but- Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah, I- yeah. I'm just taking note of the fact that they're promoting a line of products that is going to be dead after this year. <laughs> Oh gosh, did you try the the sort of amazing Spider-Man video game though? Which one? Why? It's pretty horrible. Like how horrible? Uh, well, check out Total Biscuit. You'll I, see. I checked out Total Biscuit thing. Honestly, I'd play it on a console. Uh, I hate movie title games. I mean, there's some that were good, but there were not. There are actually there are, some. I, I'm <laughs> I'm of the opinion that there were quite a bit, quite quite a number. Of uh, good tie-in games. Just, I won't, I'm gonna say right now that you're probably not gonna be finding them on a modern system. Zhao returns from the world of Google. So Zhao, what does the internet say? About freezing water temperatures and torrents. I'm gonna have to... Like, you can just... your torrent because... You could just... You could just like... (laughs) You could just like exit it. Huh? What? What? Oh my gosh, I'm alive! I could see myself in my face! It's like those monitor screens where you're like seeing into another monitor, into another monitor, into another monitor, in infinite loop! Only it's my face! With my tongue outstretched. Still picturing your aunt wearing your face. Now surrounded by an infinite cycle of them. Q Q Dormammu's music from Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. (laughs) Because that is the perfect music to play when you want a head trip. A head trip power trip. Joe, what what sound does it make? That keyboard is not mechanical, so it's the standard. Oh, oh yeah, it's Joe's does use his somewhat keyboards. Joe has his, uh, was it Divorak? Dovakin? What's the thing? (laughs) Divorak. Devorak. So since you're now using a non-Devorak thing, is it true? Do your fingers remember where the letters are? Yeah. His fingers move faster. Are you looking at the keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> he the the guy who invented Devorak on keyboards sounds like the guy who sounds like the guy who made that symphony. 
Lagi kita bla 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 la 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 da da gran 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 We're so sorry about the weird noises. This is what happens when there's so much heat and unusualness. We look to Google and wonder if salt water freezes and starts singing strange things. Oh, salt water does freeze, right? It's just... It's a liquid. It should freeze. Yes, it should. Wait, there must be more to it. Seawater is not just standard salt water, I come to a realization. There's more inside of it. It's alive with the microbes and the different living things and the planktons and all the things that you see in the <laughs> The heat wave is crazy. 